Welcome to the Couch Time Podcast, where we give you tools to connect with your kids and point them to Jesus. I'm Ryan. I'm Josh. Hey, Stephen. And I'm Aaron. <laughs> and, yeah, let's get it. Oh, and uh, today, we've got a fun topic for you. I'm very excited about it. It is Super Bowl week. Yay! The Browns are not playing in it, so the game really doesn't matter. But here's the deal. <laughs> the Browns ever played in a Super Bowl? Stop it, Stephen. You're, <laughs> don't, well, Dude, yes, okay. No, they're named this, after the color brown. I mean, that's, like, for real. It's I, not whatever. true. That's okay. a lie. You're how are, this, how are the Steelers team. doing? And yeah. just like that, we're off the rails. And this, <laughs> okay. is this is what we want. Right, we'll just skip to the pitfalls of sports <laughs> to begin the podcast. It creates lots of fighting. And... Okay, so great. here's the deal. Uh, we, because of the Super Bowl, your kids and the wider culture will be talking about sports this week. It's mm-hmm. a huge cultural moment. There's going to be millions of people watching it. It's a big deal. We love the Super Bowl for sports and the commercials, certainly. But we want to talk about sports today and how it might relate to your kids, specifically with their relationship to God. Mm. And, and how we can, as parents, leverage sports, have conversations with kids about how we can use it to glorify God. Mm-hmm. Typically, I've seen people can fall into two extremes where they view sports as totally insignificant, worthless, or on the other side of the spectrum, sports is everything. Yeah. Right? And we worship it, and it's an idol. Probably want to fall somewhere in the middle, that sports is something that God created, competition is something that God created, and it can be used for his glory. Yeah. Um, so we want to have conversations about that and how you guys as parents can use it. So to kick off, what I want to do Ooh, is get a intended. survey. <laughs> oh, kick thank off. you. Oh, yes. Just in that mindset, baby. Okay. <laughs> what is our sports background for all of us? So give give our parents a little bit of background where what your sports history is. So let's start with Josh. Yeah. Do you have... So I, uh, growing up, I played uh, t-ball, and then I played. (laughs) (laughs) We're starting with t-ball. Josh, what did you do when you were two? I was two. No, um, my first. I played. I played soccer one year in middle school, and then um, after that, I did martial arts. So um, I competed. a lot locally in Kentucky. I competed in Hawaii. So martial arts is primarily the sport that uh, that I played. So love it. I growing up, um, most of my life actually, I loved playing sports and doing athletic stuff versus watching. You know, it's like I don't want to watch this. I'd rather go mm. play it with people. And that was anything. So whether it's football or soccer, or fris- ultimate frisbee was one of my favorites. Um, snow skiing was probably the most life dominating one for, you know, five or seven years of my life. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm good athletically enough to where I can enjoy and play most things, but I'm not like amazing at anything. So I just love all athletic stuff, especially the extreme sports Mm. like the X games that just happened, which were awesome. (laughs) Um, I grew up, I, I mean, I, I've played the majority a lot, a lot of different sports, um, mainly martial arts. I did at the same place Josh did it, competed in that, you know, all over the country. Um, did soccer all through high school and college, and now, now I play a lot of spike ball, and I, I still travel to different different states and compete in spike ball tournaments. So, jujitsu, soccer, karate, and spike ball. Boom! It's called That's awesome. It's called round net, but round it, net. Is, it is called round, round net. net. <laughs> I just learned that today. Just, it's good, enlightening. Yeah, I played uh, in high school. I played baseball and golf. Love to golf. That's my favorite sport. As an adult, golf is very expensive. So I've 
uh, migrated over to disc golf. That's yes. Right. I love to disc golf. Disc golf is great. So fun. Uh, so yeah, so here's what I want to do. I want to talk about ways in which students can use sports to glorify God. Mm. That it doesn't just have to be this sort of meaningless thing. It also doesn't have to be something that's worshipped, but rather use it for God's glory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think there's several ways that students can do this, that you can talk to your kids about it. Um, first area or realm that I've seen is that sports can be a really great training ground for, sure. for producing character. Mm-hmm specifically. So I'm curious if you guys have experience with that on, or thoughts on it of how sports can be a good training ground for producing character. Yeah. Um, Josh and I, we have a good mutual friend. I'm going to name drop Mark Sprague. So in, in high school, we used to play ultimate Frisbee. Our youth pastor loved it. We would play ultimate Frisbee all the time. And Mark is a really good friend. He was one of my best friends in high school. But when it came to Ultimate Frisbee, I really did not like him <laughs> because he would He's play tall. defense and he would and I I was not able to have fun playing because he defended so well to the point where it started to affect it's like I don't I don't like you. <laughs> yep. You know, and yeah. that was that's my first memory when I was at a stage, you know, as far as maturing and God growing me that I saw that it's like this is not good. Mm. Like this is affecting things more than it should as far as you know and i I didn't know how to reconcile that because i just wanted to play frisbee Mm -hmm. and i just wanted to be awesome and shine and make diving catches and he wouldn't let me and he was getting in the way of what i wanted um and so the character in that for me was developing you know what is most important and what do i have to say have self-control with um so that's a story that comes to mind when you ask about that as far as remembering God using sports and athletics to develop character in me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, re- I hope he listens to this cause he'll laugh. Oh, I'll, I'll let him know. He's in my community <laughs> group. So, um, yeah. So I, I just think about like, you know, when you're training for a sport or even when you're like participating in a sport, most of them, I'm thinking specifically martial arts, like, man, you are, you're having to physically exert yourself. You're having to do hard things the things I had to do in preparation for a tournament or whatever, like it, like it not only tested my physical body, but my mental uh, state because like, I I just think about like doing pushups, right? And it's like, you're doing pushups, but anytime your knees hit before your arms gave out, that means you gave up mentally, your body didn't give out. And so my teacher would always be like, if your knees hit first, like if if you stop doing push-ups and your knees hit first, that means you gave up. Mm-hmm. And so like ju- there's just like different things where it's like you can use sports to um, just train train your kid or even like it, if you're not the coach or whatever, just talk to them about doing hard things yeah. and not giving up mm-hmm. on hard things. Because even, even spiritually in the Christian life, like you have to go through hard things. So there's a good tie in there. Yeah, I think sports – it teaches so much um, discipline yes. and preparation. And, you know, so there's a scripture where Paul says, I beat my body, I make it my slave, or I beat my body, I put yeah. it under submission. You, if you're able to do it physically and drain yourself and push yourself and tell your body no and tell your, like, your feelings no, tell your mind no when it says, like, to give up or to do this or to stop, and you, you get so good athletically to where, like, you can push past those walls, um, you know, that's a great training ground for also pushing past 
temptation, pushing back, mm-hmm. pushing past spiritual yes. Yes. battles. It's like, oh, I, I already know how to deny myself physically. That's I can so deny good. myself in other like spiritual ways. Yep. So it's great discipline builder. That's huge. Yep. Yep. That's great. So yeah, sports can be a training ground for, um, producing character. Another area I see sports helping us to glorify God is that it, it models community mm. and even can teach us at a young age when you're playing t-ball, mm. what sure. like the power of community yeah. and really prepares us in that way yep. as we step into uh, being Christians and in the church. So I'm curious how you guys have seen that in your own lives as well, like ways that, whether it was being on a team, modeled Christian community in a sense. Mm-hmm. For me, uh, you know, back to that story with my buddy Mark, um, you know, we were all friends, so that's not like they were a rival school or something like that, and I wasn't friends with them. It's like the, the I was in community with these people, and, you know, having people who would call out, it's like, hey, bro, come on, like, you're taking this too serious. So community in the sense of the sports was an avenue for our community to practice encouraging each other to act how we're supposed to act mm-hmm. if that makes sense so an example of that at youth group is when we're playing dodgeball or gaga ball it's like you know when adrenaline gets pumping pumping and you get hit you don't always feel it mm-hmm. and if i tell a kid like or everybody's screaming you're out and the kid's arguing no i'm not no i'm not it's <laughs> right. like you have to listen to the people mm-hmm. because sometimes you get hit and you genuinely don't feel it because right. your body's like you're in go mode yeah I've had that happen, and, you know, that's that's community at its finest in my mind as far as if you're in it for the right reasons, like trusting people that are around you, you know, and playing for God's glory and not just to be awesome or whatever. Um, but then another example, playing, like, video games or something, so it's not necessarily just crazy athletic stuff, but competition on another front. You know, kids, if they just want to win and they just want to highlight their skills and they will put down and demean other people – you know, while they're doing it, it's like, that's, you know, it's easy opportunities to have discussion with them to help them consider other people who are playing also is, is what I would say to that. Yeah. There's so, so many analogies in sports that go towards community. It's like insane. Yeah. But I mean, like all growing up, like if you play team sports, it's, you know, it's team over me. Like it's, you know, there's no I in team, like, but it it teaches you that, Hey, if you have a common goal with a group of people, you have to learn how to achieve it together or else you're never going to get there. Like, you know what the scripture that talks about, like encourage the faint hearted uh, and it lists like three different things for different types of people. I mean, sports teach you that different people are motivated in different ways and different people need different types of um, pushing. Like one person you may like, I, like I did well if people yelled at me and screamed at me (laughs) and told me I was like playing horrible, like that motivate, like I needed to hear that. And other that people would crush me. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> other, yeah, other would, people need cry. encouragement, and they need like they need just like little tips. Like yeah. you have to, you have to know how to learn people, learn what motivates people, pull one another up, not try to do everything on your own. And even with like an individual sport like karate, where, where you're going and you're just by yourself fighting another person, you still have a whole community that has to help prepare you to be able to get. Like it's still not just you. Like if you just do it on yourself, you're also going to get beat cuz you weren't a good training partner and no one ever wanted to work with you like. Right. So, all sports I think train the importance of relying on other people to achieve a greater purpose and a greater goal. And Christian community like we have to learn how to encourage each other. We have to learn how to motivate each other. We have to learn how to push each other towards Christ and push each other towards a common mission and the great commission and 
sports is a great avenue to teach the importance of bonding together to achieve something greater than yourself. Yeah, I think. yeah. I, so I want to use this uh, illustration from a movie I watched on Disney Plus. I forget the name, but it's a football one. The Clemson. I I don't remember. Really no, it's a different. It's <laughs> the a, Giants. It's a Little new, Giants. No, it's a. <laughs> that's <laughs> a. <laughs> it's the annexation no. of Puerto Rico. No. All right. So. <laughs> This movie was it's uh, it's, it's newer on Disney Plus, but there there's this scene where there's there's a, a freshman and the the team captain who's a senior, they have not been getting along, not just at each other and at each other, and they're working out, and there's this point where the senior is talking to the freshman and he's like essentially like I don't like you. Mm. But here's the thing. You see this, and he points to his chest, and it's the logo of the school. He's like, because you have that, because you're wearing that, I I will fight for you. Mm-hmm. I And, it, it, like, I just got chill. I'm even getting chills, like, thinking about it now because that's such a good illustration of what community is. It's like I don't necessarily have to like you even, but because you're a part of the church, because you're a part of the family of Jesus, I'm going to. I'm going to do anything for you. I'm going to serve mm-hmm. you. I'm going to fight for you, not just fight you. You yeah. know what I mean? And so I, I think that that was just such a really good illustration. Because there's something that greater that bonds us yes. than just your personality and my personality. Right. We have something greater that we're that We're, we're on about. Team Jesus. And, I would, and so, yeah. yeah, totally. And I would, I would say, you know, applying that to youth group with the Super Bowl, I know so many kids that can't stand – you know, one of the quarterbacks. Right. I'm not going to say any names. <laughs> that's playing in the Super Bowl. Do I don't know why. I don't know all the stats and details, but you know, there's people and students that are in those two categories. Some people idolize sports, and some people mm-hmm. are like, I don't care. You know, we're going to have a Super Bowl event next week. Some kids are going to come to hang out and play games themselves, not watch the game, but they're witnessing people who are watching the game who are fighting about it. And so the community aspect, you know, in a game observing an athletic thing so it's not That's, even that we're playing in yeah, it yeah. we are all getting together as a community to watch other people play yeah. in it and it's like yeah. well how do we interact as we do that because there's even preferences as far as you know which team you want to win or and you know how which player you, you cheer like. for that team yeah or even just like you know somebody's a fan of the cheering after somebody scores a touchdown and some people aren't and how you talk about that everything's an opportunity for people to either love each other and build each other up or, you know, build yourself up. Totally. And so it's it's just great opportunity for conversation. Last thing about community that I'll say. Yep. I remember my, my coach in college, when we would score a goal, he would be furious if, um, if we didn't have every single player on our team run to the other side of the field and celebrate together. Mm. And, like, he was like, you all, I don't care if you're a defender at the very back, you better sprint 80 yards and go celebrate with your team. And like that was just the idea of like cheering each other on when we accomplish something. Like yes. it's not it's just a win. the goal scorer it's a win. that yes. scored a goal. Like we all scored a goal. That's so it didn't awesome. just need the people that got the assist and the goal to go cheer in a corner. One, it kind of like made the other team feel bad because we're all like celebrating <laughs> on their <laughs> right. side of the field, and like we're going nuts. <laughs> but also, it was like, hey, when someone wins, we all win, and like let's get excited together because yeah. it builds momentum, it builds excitement, and it's like let's go do it again. And Christian community, it's like. Let's celebrate together. Let's join together. Let's be excited when someone succeeds because it, it energizes everybody. So uh, that's, that's so great. One, I, remember, I love just that. remembered that. I love that. All right. Last one. And, and there's others, but just three that we're highlighting today. Ways to glorify God. Point your students through sports to God. 
I'll, I'll start with a story. Uh, it was like a little humble brag, but a few years ago I went on vacation to Paris. It was awesome. Nice. But I was a uh, during the World Cup a few years ago. No, not during the World oh, Cup. F- that would have been awesome. Been amazing. I was in yes. Haiti for the World Cup. That was a different. Yeah, they were excited about that. Wow, yeah, um, that's still sick. But uh, Par- so but it was during the NFL season, and I I I'm just. Sometimes I, I wanted to watch the Browns and there was one restaurant that had the Browns on no in, way. Paris, in Paris <laughs> and Sunday ticket. They had Sunday NFL Sunday ticket. And right. so everyone in the city goes to this one restaurant to watch the NFL. Wow. And it, it was a miss, tiny little yeah, place. Yeah. And uh, so I had a conversation with this French dude, obviously barely. He, yeah. he speaks broken English. Anyway, we, we're talking about the Browns. And we, we just end up talking, and he ends up asking me. I talk to him what he does. He talks to me. I'm like, yeah, I'm a pastor. Well, what does that mean? And so I end up talking about who Jesus is and what I do as a pastor. And I point, and it all started because of the mm. Browns in Paris. <laughs> yeah. And we had this connection yes. of sports. A 50-year-old dude, Parisian, and that's guy awesome. who was in Colorado on vacation. Right. And I just yep. love that. And mm. I think that sports has this power to break down barriers and open up conversation yes and you can use sports and leverage it to have deeper conversations to get to know people and it just opens up doors swings doors wide open to have more meaningful conversations all that to say you can leverage sports to i guess we'll lump this in to have conversations with people you would not have ever had i I would yeah for the purpose of evangelism totally to have deeper conversations yeah and i and i i would encourage parents you know listeners you know if your kid loves sports you have the conversation with your kids about it to point them to christ but if they don't love sports encourage them to have conversation with kids who do love the super bowl because you know your kid might not love it you know i know i know people that they they couldn't care less about the super bowl Mm -hmm. and it's like use it as an opportunity to care about what other people care about you know Mm -hmm. that's what christ asks us to do consider other people and you know what they like and what they want and what they enjoy um so then you're saying that the, the next the next thing that sports you know, help us do is evangelize yes and you know in my own life this has been huge throughout my my whole high school college life of ministry was almost almost all centered around sports in a lot of ways and you know the di- different things i would i would encourage parents and so my, my coach was my young life leader in high school, and he basically had a conversation with me before my senior year and was like, hey, Steven, like, if you want to have influence this year, if you want to be someone that people look up to for the purpose of telling people about Christ, not just for the purpose of being cooler than everybody, but for the purpose of telling people about Christ, he's like, go and be the best player on your high school team this year. Like, go outwork every single person. When you show up to practice, be the first one there, be the last one to leave, be be the best player you can be and then go hang out like with the freshmen and go like spend time with them. And I took that so seriously into my senior year. And I remember like at practice, I would purposely just work harder than everyone. I'd run faster than everybody. I would die for the purpose of like, Hey, there's going to be people that are younger than me that look up to me now because of my effort, because of my Mm -hmm. hard work, because of how I'm showing how much I care about the team and I'm willing to suffer for the team. And then I would go spend time with the freshmen and they would, and they would look up to me and they'd see me, you know, as someone they want to be like, in which case I would tell them about Jesus and have mm-hmm. conversations with them about Jesus. Cool. And, and then you're talking about how it brings people together Man, sports brings people from all different walks of life, all different cultures. And it puts you on a team together. Like you're saying, and bonds you with people that you would never like probably talk to yep. in any other scenario. And, you know, I, I think about, 
in college, like I had teammates from all over the world and some didn't even really speak English, but we spoke soccer is like mm-hmm. what we would say. Like everyone knows the language of soccer. So like at practice, doesn't matter if the kid doesn't really know English. It's, it's, he knows how to play soccer. But then like we'd have conversations about where you grew up. What's your life like? We'd eat dinner together. We'd share meals together. Like we'd talk about faith. Some were Muslim. Some were like other, other faiths. And we'd, some were atheists and hated God. And like, but because we were on a team together, there was like this bond with one another that we could share about our faith and share about what we believed and know that like I care about you mm-hmm. just because we're teammates. Mm-hmm. And sports was like the platform for conversations. And it started with working really, really hard at what at what you do so that people respect you so that you can have conversations about Jesus. Work really hard to gain influence so that you can point people yeah. to Christ. Yeah, yeah. and you awesome. know, scripture says with everything you do, you know, do it to the glory of God. Yep. It's like, it's a good thing to work hard. It's yes. a good thing. It's not a bad thing to be really good do at something. Best, right? yeah. Do your best. Do your best. Even if you're not the best, it's like work and do your best, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Do yeah. as much as God has enabled you to do, whether you become the best person on the team or not. It's like, mm-hmm. do your best for God's glory. Yeah. It's good. And yeah. Pe- people will respect hard work, even like, 100%. even if you're not the be- most skilled. I was by no means a good player for mm-hmm. most of my life. Hmm. But I worked really, really hard, and people knew that I worked hard. And while I wasn't a very good soccer player, I worked hard, and sure. people respected that. And and I would respect anybody that was like that as well. Yeah. And then there's influence, and then you can talk about Jesus. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, sports is a, a universal language and a really powerful tool to use for evangelism. And you know, I think of when I went to Haiti for a mission trip with students. Seventy-five percent of our time was spent playing soccer with the kids in the neighborhood and the gospel. So, um, all right. Last thing. Those are some good things sports bring. Now there are some pitfalls to sports that your students that I think we have all experienced firsthand. Mm -hmm. Uh, so just common pitfalls that we might experience that you might want to look at and identify in your child and even have conversations with them, help them to avoid these things. Um, so what are some pitfalls that you've experienced how sports can actually be a hindrance to pursuing God and following him? Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Okay. Yep. So um, I, I mean, I think I'm just thinking about f- for myself, uh, we talked about character before, how can yes you can use it for character. Well, you can also train, like use it to like point out like, hey, not, not sure that this is a good thing. I know like w- when... Uh, I would compete in martial arts like sometimes I would like literally like stop viewing the person in front of me as human and like like I remember there's this one guy at this tournament and like I was going to exact vengeance on this guy I'm gonna put you in a body bag like I was like I am (laughs) I'm going to be disqualified because of what I'm gonna do to you, because of how he was fighting and whatever, like I, I and then he got disqualified. But like in my heart, I was like, uh, "That's an interesting I, coincidence, I, Josh." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Before I got to him, um, but I, you know, there, there's things like, you know, are you vengeful when when something happens? Yeah. Um, do you do you become a different person you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying Mm -hmm. like i I know steven we've talked about this before but like do you become a different person when you play or are you the same person on and off the field whatever that looks like i i look back at my sports career and i regret a lot of things um while there was a lot of there's a lot of really cool things that god did through me because of my 
athletic abilities because of the teams I was on, because of the conversations I was on. I also like was a jerk mm-hmm. in, in a lot of ways. And sports like brought out that part of me out yeah. of my heart and they brought it to the forefront and they brought it out in front of people. And like, I remember like I would, I would like make myself hate the other team that I was playing. Like right. I would like, I would stare them down as they walked onto our field. I would think about how badly I want to hurt them, how hard I'm going to hit them. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm, I want these people to leave in pain. Right. Like I'm going to tackle this person. I hope he doesn't get up. I'm going to be happy if he's hurt. Like, I was really, really mean. Those are bad thoughts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and I and I look back, it's like, man, like I did not represent Christ well mm-hmm. a lot of the ways that I played. Um, sure I was a good player, but I was also really, really mean. Mm-hmm. And and I think it it showed me how and I still I still struggle with this, but like how can when I get competitive, it's just so much pride. It's like I have to be the best. Mm-hmm. I have to prove I'm better yeah. than people. Yeah. And my whole life I've always wanted to be the best at something and I've always fallen short. And it's always been this like really big pride issue for me. Like in karate, it's like I wanted to be on the USA team, fell a little bit short from being on the USA team. College, I wanted to be, you know, a, a good player. I was always on the reserve team. I want like, and so like there's always these things. I was always just like, if only I could get to like this level, if I could only get to this level. And it just brought out how much how much pride I had and how much I wanted to prove that I was better than people out of like this sake to like make up for other things. And it showed me, yeah, how, how hateful and prideful my heart was a lot of times for me and my personality. And I shared a little bit, but even, you know, I said I was a snow skier. That was the most dominating, uh, activity that I competed and participated in. I think if something would lead me to care more about it than other responsibilities that God has given me, then it becomes wrong. So it's like if I'm all of a sudden going to neglect loving people and caring about people God's put in my life because it's going to keep me from getting to do the thing that I want to do, it's like, well, then it's wrong. Um, Or if I just use it to, to puff myself up, you know, it's wrong. And you know, there were years of my life, Steve and I agree, before I got saved that it was my identity. It was everything. That's all I thought about. It's all I wanted to spend my money on. That's all I talked about. My friends all revolved around it, you know, because that's what I revolved around. And so it just kind of took me over and characterized me. So character, like it characterized me. Um, and I think, Stephen, and for parents, you know, sports aren't bad. Even even on borderline obsessive, if somebody loves something a lot, that's not wrong. God's mm-hmm. wired some people to love something. But um, I think if if it defines you, I think is one of the biggest pitfalls, you know, because God has made us so much more than, you know, he's gifted some people to run. And it's like you run for God's glory. But, you know, if you break your leg, guess what? That doesn't, it's like you're a child of God first, yeah. you know, you're a human being that has the capacity to love people and point people to him first, you know, using running just as one opportunity to do that. Yeah. Um, and so something I would say when it comes another area with students in particular, so that's me personally that I've seen it, but then students, uh, and this is a paradox, I think in sports that we haven't talked about a lot. Maybe this is a whole other podcast, but there's a paradox of, well, do I let other people win or do I try to win? You know, which is more loving? Like, do, do I do I let them win or what's do I do I? Because 
you know, and, and that's a hard thing. I wrestled with that for years, and I see some students wrestle with that, like high schoolers that I talk to about loving other people. In the Gaga pit, they're like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to give it to you so that you can get me. Oh, you got me. Good job. Like, And they're using that to try to love students. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, that could be loving, but it also could be loving for them to destroy the student. <laughs> You know, and then like, you know, joke about it. So there's a lot of discernment that comes into it and conviction as far as, you know, how are you using it to love God and love other people? Yeah, I I would say I would say that, you know, one of the main connection points, you know, easy things for parents is to just ask your kid, how, how are you using sports to glorify God? How are you using sports to love other people? Um, how are you failing to do that? I so I remember, you know, for me, like I said, sports was my platform for relationships so that I could know people well in order to share the gospel with them. That was the whole reason I played soccer in college. Like I didn't Dude, you're also you're a coach at the school. Yeah, by I, your co- campus. Oh, it's I like, forgot I coach track now. But like with soccer, it's like that was the reason I was playing at Cumberland's, at least when I went in. I didn't need the money. It wasn't for a scholarship. And it was, but it wasn't it whatever. But, <laughs> but I remember I got to my junior year and then like everything in me came about making it onto the first team. I wanted to be on the best team. I was on the reserve team and I finally did it my junior year. I got, I got pulled up to the first team. I finally got all the cool gear that I wanted so badly, all the cool clothes that came with being on the team. And I realized I was like, why am I doing this? Anymore? Like I already have the relationships built. I'm a junior in college. Like I already know all these people. I already have respect. I'm already the biggest, like a big supporter and a big fan all sports are doing now is hindering me from ministry. Mm. I, I can't lead Bible studies anymore. I have practice every day. I can't do things at church because I have to get travel on weekends. And I remember that moment where I was like, the reasons I said I was doing this now are insignificant. Like now I'm just doing this for pride to be the best player, to have the cool clothes, to say I'm on the first team, to say I'm a good athlete. And that's when I quit. And I quit my junior after my junior season no, my yeah. After my junior season, once I got pulled up onto the team, because I was like, "Hey, this is now hindering me from ministry," right. and that was a big moment in my life where it's like sports built a platform, and then I got to step away to keep to keep loving and to keep having leadership, and that that was good for me. It was good for my heart, um, but it was because I knew why I was doing it in the first place, and because I knew how it was hindering me now, that I was able to come to that conclusion and talk to my mentor and say, "Hey, is, is, should I still be playing soccer?" And he was like. I was waiting for you to come ask me this. He's like, I've been praying that you would quit. And it's like, and that was my campus pastor. Wow. And I was like, yeah, like, I think I need to quit. Mm-hmm. And, but, but it was because I knew why I was doing things. Sure. And that's why I think, I think is the important things is to know what you're doing it for. How is it helping you do in ministry? How is it hindering you from doing ministry and keep it in perspective? What's most important. And for me, the cool clothes weren't more important than leading, leading things and leading ministry and taking internships. And then now getting, you know, getting to serve here at grace. So, mm-hmm. So parents, we hope we hope you see sports, the Super Bowl, whatever, an opportunity to point your kids to God, to Jesus, to leverage it, to see that they have a greater purpose and that there are also some pitfalls mm-hmm. that kids can fall into with when it comes to sports. So having those conversations with your kids, I think, is going to be really important and can set you up mm-hmm. to uh, point them to God and, and to Jesus. So thank you for listening. We hope you enjoy the Super Bowl this Sunday. Peace out. Hey, thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at the couch time podcast. We'd love it. If you would take a moment and leave us an honest five-star rating, let us know what you thought about the podcast and let us know if there's any topics you would like us to cover. You can comment below or email us at podcast at grace.